Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves, hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. I would like to begin by paying my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional custodians of the land on which I am coming to you from today. Land where at Brainwaves we tell our stories, and land where the traditional custodians have told their stories for many, many years before us, and continue to tell their stories. I would like to pay my respects to Elders past and present, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners who are listening today. Hello everyone, my name is Susie Leach, and today I'm thrilled to bits to have the opportunity to chat with an iconic and much-loved figure in the Dandenong Ranges, namely Desmond Patrick Bergen, otherwise known as the Wizard of Belgrave or more often Baba Desi. I'm sure there'll be some people from 3CR who will have bumped into Desi many a time at many a rally. For decades, Baba Desi has walked the forests and streets of our beloved Melbourne hills, rain, hail or shine. Desi stands out due to his extraordinarily colourful clothes, his amazing variety of staffs, his rings, jewellery and bags, and of course his friendliness. He is part of the social fabric of this large and diverse community. Baba Desi was a prominent face of the anti-McDonald's campaign in Tacoma. Desi has been involved in community and broader issues everywhere he has lived as an adult, particularly in Richmond and South Melbourne, where he ran an op shop supporting the causes of the wonderful late father Bob Maguire. Desi, previously married with children and more, was an actor, a model, a businessman, and in midlife became very politically active, running for Senate and Mayor, being involved in anti-corporate, anti-uranium and indigenous rights movements, sadly often coming into contact with police. Almost 94 years old, Desi has reinvented himself many times, overcoming emotional difficulties and living a truly authentic life. Desi is known for his healing ability and has actually saved lives physically, including two people from drowning. Desi is being supported today by his close friend, Pauline Clem. Hello, Barbara Desi and Pauline Clem, and welcome to Brainwaves. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Susie. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, Desi, I just want to start. Uh, You meet and greet so many people, including strangers, on your walkabouts. What do you say to them and why? (laughs) Have a good day because I like to see people smile. They always smile when when they talk to me. Yeah, I've seen you do because it. A lot of them are walking around with big frowns on their faces and feel lost. That's right. Of what's going on out there? Absolutely right. Yeah. 
Um, can you tell us um, what your philosophy on life is? Do what you can for other people. You know, um, be kind. Enjoy other people's company, whatever. Yes. Um, I know that you've, you're, you're a, a decent age because you're nearly about to be 94. And one That's of the th- one of the things that actually contributes to people living longer lives is people who are very sociable. What do you think about that? You're very sociable. Well, I, I believe in what I'm doing. And you're going into town every day too, Des. So That's right. So many friends. In. That's right. You go into the cafes and... <laughs> They're even buying my clothes and my staffs. That's Which is right. good because it's all, all going to charity. Yeah, because you had 250 staffs, didn't you? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> um, how did it actually start with the staffs? I was walking uh, through the forest and I saw a couple of interesting, actually, I noticed saplings that had been strangled and I, I cut them because they were dead. Yes. I cut them and I, I, I used a saw. I had a saw with me. And I saw the um, the um, saplings off and, and left the, um, the uh, what do you call them? Because the um, creeper strangles the, strangles these saplings and they die. And they make good walking sticks. Yes, and I think you told me that a staff has got an advantage over a walking stick. That's right, because you're walking upright, not not bent over. Yes, and the thing about your staffs is they're very, very fancy now, um, very ornamental, aren't they? They can be either used for walking or for in the corner of a room. Yes, yeah. Well, it's wonderful that you're you're selling them to uh, you, you're um, they're going to raising money for charity. Absolutely wonderful, yeah. Thank you, um, Desi. On a more personal note, how over the years have you dealt with your emotional struggles? Um, <laughs> just kept walking and meditating. Yes. Um. And, yeah, definitely walking and any type of exercise. And meeting people and talking to people. Yes. Yeah. And you're very positive too. Well, that's another thing too. I don't believe in negativity. I believe in positivity. And doing doing what you think, well, um, don't think about what what you're doing. Just do what, if it's for the good, do it. Yeah, so go with your heart. Is that what go you mean? Go with your heart. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, that's wonderful. Um, I'm very interested to know because I'm a little bit of an activist myself. Um, can you tell us about what you got you politically active? So what um, sort of what sort of causes did you first get involved with? I, I got involved with a lot of uh, the. Um, uh, down in South Melbourne in the um, protest down there against the rail, 
the light rail. Light rail, yeah, light rail. <clears throat> so I think they got rid of the train station at South Melbourne, yeah. wasn't it? And, and the reason I got rail. the reason I got involved in that was because previously, the day before, we went down there to protest. Um, the mayor and myself and and a couple of other people. Um, there was a blind man over in um, St Kilda. Uh, had he both his eyes blackened by the police. Oh. There was an old lady of 75. They broke a rib. Mm. And also there's a girl in a wheelchair and they sort of ruffled the girl up in the wheelchair. Shocking. I thought it was very, that was a vile situation. So the next day I went and protested yes. over South Melbourne. Yes. And I know I've seen you at a number of um, rallies over the years. Um, as I said, people from 3CR, many a person at 3CR, I'm sure, will know who you are. Um, I work with. I work at that time. I worked with Annie Fay. She was right. the mayor of South Melbourne, right? And she was an activist. Yeah. And we worked with the uh, builders, builders and labourers. Yeah. The, the BLF. We saved a lot of the. Uh, Big um, shops in the city. Yeah, the old historic buildings. I think they were developers yeah. wanted to remove them. Um, okay. So Des, that was what that was about, was it? The protests keeping the the heritage buildings. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was before my time. I I was in England at that point in time. Um, I know that you've been involved in anti-uranium protests. Is that right? Yes, I've been. Yes. Yeah. Are they the Palm Sunday rallies? I think that. Yeah. They were huge. Oh no, that's Melbourne. also also on Palm Sunday. Oh yes, Palm Sunday ones, and then there's the the uh, peace marches. Yes. That was during the. Was oh. that the um the war? for the workers? Yeah. I can't yeah. remember the one it is. Yeah. yeah. I marched in those as well. Yeah. Yeah, when I go to protest with him now, Susie. Yes. People come up and go, Oh Baba Desi, I didn't realise he was still alive. I haven't seen you around <laughs> for ages, mate. It's quite yeah. funny. You know, take him to a protest, it's like a kid in a lolly shop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, actually, I've got a photo of Bubba Desi on my phone taken, I don't know, maybe six years ago um, when I met him in the city for an Indigenous rights rally at Flinders Street Station. So there you go. But that would be the last time I'd ever spoken to him. Yeah, um, he's still protesting. We went to the um, the rallies across Australia a couple of weeks ago, organised by the Bob Brown Foundation um, right. who asked the Australian government to stop logging our native forests for and good. And we're sad to see that it was a, we only got about half what we, of the people we should have got. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed too. You know, with climate change, you'd think it would really galvanise people, but there weren't that many people there. Um, but, yeah. yeah, so the, the Bob Brown Foundation, yeah, we both... Myself and Desi really believe in what he's doing, and especially in Tasmania at the moment, that uh, I think the minister is just about to make a decision about allowing a Chinese company to dump their tailings in the Tarkine Forest. 
which is disgusting. I can't believe this is still going on. So me and Des went into the city to support them. Yeah, and he's yeah. still protesting at 94, which is amazing. It is. It's absolutely remarkable and such an inspiration. Um, actually, there's one story I wanted to discuss with you. Um, I did hear, well, uh, Pauline wrote an article in the local paper and I heard that you used to wear black leather, like now you That's wear correct. such colourful clothes. <laughs> and I used to cover it with oil and the police couldn't catch me. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, dear. That was Wonderful. when he looked totally different to what he looks now. He had a shaved head and, uh, yeah, wore a lot of leather. And, like, Desi's uh, six foot or a bit more than six foot tall and he was a well-built man. So, yeah, he was quite an imposing yeah. um, person back in the 80s. He still is, but, yeah, yeah, totally different to what he is now. Yeah, so easy for the police to target, that's for sure. That's right. Um. Can you tell us a little bit about the time that you saved two people from drowning? Well, I, a mate of mine, he was the ex-mayor of South Melbourne. Um, he wasn't at the time, he, before he became mayor. He uh, took me out in the bush and he had his girlfriend with him and they decided to go and swim, swim in the river. I can't swim. Anyhow, I um, heard her screaming because they got into difficulties. So I climbed, I jumped into, I walked into the river up to my neck and climbed a tree and I hung by my legs down and they got out of the river. They, they grabbed my hands and, and Climbed up my body onto the branch. Wonderful. <laughs> yes, absolutely wonderful. Well, you got long legs, Des, so <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an easy target. <laughs> Did and you have one on each leg? Both of those, both of those uh, families, because uh, you didn't marry her, had four boys <laughs> each. So those, but those children would never been born. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Remarkable. Now, I don't know how many people know this but um, in the local community, but I was interested to find out that you have a, a bit of a gift that helps you to heal people. Can you tell us a story about someone that you've um, healed? Um, well, I did hear healing. Actually, I was in the city and... Um, this family came up to me and they said that their son who'd fallen off a big building was in uh, was concussed and uh, they were going to pull the plug on him. And uh, they said, so they asked me will I go with them into the um, hospital, which was the... Uh, St. Vincent's? St. Vincent's. And I went in with them and... I held his hand and talked to him and um, took some time. I was there and his girlfriend was sitting sitting beside me next to him and she just about fainted because all of a sudden he opened his eyes 
Yeah, so from being in a coma. Mm. And doctors thought, you you know, it's, 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 it may as well be dead because they yeah. didn't kick. I mean, that maybe he would have come out of it. I don't know. Yeah. Other than that, but he, uh, they gave up hope of him coming out of it. Wow, what a story. And is it true that um, other people in your family have a little bit of a gift that way? My mum was a bit that way. Yeah. And what do you put it down to? Is it vibrations? Is it what vibrations. is it? Vibrations. Vibrations. Yeah. And that's why another reason why I, I wear colour all the time because colour is very healing as well. Yeah. Well, you'd be pleased to see that I wore bright red today for I, you. I noticed that. Yeah, for you. Good. I tend to wear muted colours most of the time. But, but black, black's all right. It's a, it's a, a non-colour, but with, with different colours through it, you know, even a spot of red or a spot of green or blue breaks the monotony and breaks yeah. that up and and it helps too. Yeah. Um, what sort of a role, just on a different note, has music played in your life, Desi? Well, I had I had two jazz dancers going, one over in uh, Camberwell, which was called Trad Jazz, uh, short of short of trad, traditional jazz. Yes. And um, the other one, I, I, I've forgotten what the other, no, so the other two, which were down at um, South Yarra, um, I can't remember. All I remember of those was, could be... Uh, con- oh. Contem- contemporary? Dixie or something? No, they were jazz clubs down there. Yes. But they weren't, they were, they're called... Something blues. Okay. But I can't remember the first wording for them. Yeah. I think it could have been Kentucky. No, that's Kentucky Fried. <laughs> no. Um, Hard to remember all those years It ago. is. It's quite a while ago, but it's sounding like music's been a very important part of your life. I, well, I used to, before that, I used to go to 431 and the 14 Foot Yacht Club. Yeah, that was in the day when jazz was big before rock and roll came along. You don't yeah. like rock and roll. No, you? right, rock yeah. and roll killed all that. Yeah. <laughs> so but I'm now s- at home. He just yeah, he doesn't watch TV. He listens to music. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I know that you had a lot of guitars, but they're being sold off for, to fundraise as well. That's right, and uh, those have gone to uh, children who are who uh, can't afford to buy the. Yeah, real one. Yeah, the uh, new ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he had about fifteen in the house, and I kept tripping over them all the time. Yeah, I said, Dad, can we get rid of these guitars?" And he wouldn't. He said, "No, no, someone will want them." And anyway, eventually, I found yeah, a guy that refurbishes them, and they're used in schools where the kids are disadvantaged, and also I think for men's sheds and that too to help dealing with. Um, PTSD issues. So Des was right; someone did want them. Yes. And yeah, we found a really good home for them. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sort of asking all these questions to do with the fact that um, Desi is such a, a vibrant part of the community and so authentic, and so apparent appears so happy. 
And so it seems like from what you're saying, walking and being in nature, connecting with people socially and meditation are key things that you find useful, Desi. Yeah, well, I, I, when, up till I was 90, I used to walk to Alinda and uh, Emerald and Jembrook, and that's another reason why I think I've been pretty fit too. Because yeah. I, I gave away, I was the same as a lot of other fellows. I drank and I smoked and cars, but I gave it all away to just do walk in the forest. Yes. And to help people yeah. whenever. Yeah. But yeah. that's what, like, the locals up here, like I moved up here almost 30 years ago and I remember the first time I saw him, I was driving on Burwood Highway and I drove past him and my head did a quick swivel. I thought, who the hell is that? (laughs) But, you know, yeah, if you live up here in the hills, people that are adults now, they've got childhood memories of Des um, just walking, you know, rain, hail or shine. And like Jembrook's probably 16 k's from Belgrave. Wow, yeah. That's a long walk there and back. Um, Yeah, so we're all just used to seeing him striding along the roads and he forms, yeah, many a a childhood memory for many people that live up here. And young people used to come walk with me and they'd they'd be worn out by the time they got back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Well, Pauline, actually, I've I also did a double take the first time I was driving on the Bur- Burwood Highway, and I saw Desi. So, yeah, yeah many many yeah. years ago, many years very, ago, very uh, very unique. And I'm a nurse as well, so I see a lot of 94 year olds come through. I work in an operating theatre. Yes. So you often they're there because they've had a fall and they've broken their leg, and it usually means that they're not going to be on this earth for much longer when you're that old but I reckon Des would be in the top 0.05% of men his age yes and then just the way he dresses and he lives his life I truly believe that there would be no one else in the world like Desmond yes like Baba Desi he's very unique yeah and he's 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 just continued to grow, hasn't he, spiritually? Thank you. Yeah. Um, Desi. Well, I do believe in God. A lot of people used to say to me, I was the, de- I was the devil to reincarnate or something. <laughs> now they don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not. Um, and when I, first, when I first came up here, the... Um, the senior, the senior from Bells, was dressed in um, um, like Father Christmas, yeah. and he said to me, "We don't want people like you up here." Was that Bell Real Estate? You mean? Yeah, yeah. The, the fa- father. Yes. He's dressed up as Father Christmas. I yeah. said, "At least I don't walk around kissing little girls <laughs> <laughs> and giving them lollies." Yeah. Um, well, we do want people like you in the hills, Desi. We really do. Um, obviously, over your 93, nearly 94 years, you'll have had a few regrets. Is is there one thing that you regret the most that you would change if you had your time again? I would like to be just normal, like, you know, family-wise. 
Yes. I've got children, uh, been married, but I would have liked that life. <laughs> yes. Never lasted long. Yeah. And I, I guess... I regret all that. Yes. I never saw much. My children, both my wives, worked out when my, walked out when my children were very small. Yes. And um, I missed them growing up. I saw them as they got older. But yeah. Sometimes life does take you on different routes, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. And, look, on a brighter note, what are you the most proud of? Oh, the um, the what I did was that young fellow in the um, hospital, uh, St Vincent's. Yeah. I'm not surprised. An amazing story, absolutely amazing story. The ability to heal um, is a wonderful thing. Thank you. Now, can you tell us what you think the secret, if there is one, to happiness is? Uh, there's no happiness at the moment, so it's hard to say because if it would make me happy if our government was strong enough to say no to the Americans. Yes. Well, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Because I don't think, I don't think, why do we need their troubles? I agree with you entirely. And I heard the other day too that the, the American banks have now joined a organisation who is very close to the wind. And I'm worried about what's going to happen next year. Yeah, so you're still very... In the banking, in the banking situation. Yeah, the banking Because a lot system. of our banks are owned by the Americans. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of crises at the moment in the world, isn't there? But yeah. um, I guess you've always uh, gone out and done what you could um, in the way of protesting and so on to try and make a difference. Yeah, that's what I have done. Yes. And I, yeah. tried, and I, to, you know, I go to my way in a lot of ways to yeah. try and get people to understand. But there's a lot of people rolling over and going along <laughs> the track, just letting it happen. Yeah. And Desi, not... you're, always, you're big on small business too, aren't you? Yeah, small business is a lifeblood of the country. And look yeah. at our shops, they're all empty. Yes. So I know that you were, you're against major corporations and the influence That's that they right. have. That's right, yeah. very much so. So living authentically, as you've said, and fighting for what you believe in is important. That is important. Um, yeah. I'd like to see every every country town, every shopping centre, every um, city, all the people get up in those different areas and say, we've had enough. Yes. And stand up from show themselves and show that they've got the balls to stand up against the whole tyranny. Yes, yeah. Um, listen, just before we um, finish, I'd just like to ask Pauline quickly. We've only got a couple of minutes. How you met yeah. um, Baba Desi? Uh, well, uh, I'm a photographer, and you know, Des is a photographer's dream. And I wanted to get some photos for my portfolio, so I approached him and he, of course, said yes. And I had a cup of coffee with him in a cafe <clears throat> and three hours later I walked out and thought, oh, gosh, you know, he's more than a couple of photos. 
So then we started working together. I told Des he was my muse. <laughs> he didn't know what a muse was, so I I read out the Wikipedia definition to him and he roared with laughter. Um, so we collaborate together now, but most of all, we're really good friends. Um, Des, even though he's very loved by the community, I could see that when he came home, he was essentially on his own. And when I first met him, he didn't have a landline. He had a mobile, but he didn't know how to use it. So really, you know, if he needed help, he really even couldn't call an ambulance. And I suppose there's that, you know, you assume people have a lot of help at home, but I could see that he was a man very loved and very well known in his community. But when he went home, he was essentially on his own. Yes. So I've just helped him. Um, he resisted my aged care because he said it's a corporation. I said, Des, it's the government. It's not yeah. a corporation. So after a while he agreed to be involved, you know, to connect with my aged care. And now he has um, someone coming every day. He's really well looked after. Um, and we just sort of work together to improve his home situation, uh, do a lot of maintenance at home. Um, so I suppose I would say that, you know, you say hello to people on the street and that, but maybe just get a little bit more involved if that person yes. wants to let you into their life because yes. sometimes, you know, they go home and they're very isolated at home, which Des was. Um, but, yeah, now he's happy as Larry, you know, yeah. the, my aged care lady comes, he gets a cup of tea in bed to start the day lovely <laughs> which I never gave him you know yeah. we joke I said yeah. oh you get a cup of tea now you spoil <laughs> but um yeah just be involved in people and be willing to help them out and we've both benefited hugely from our friendship both yes. me and him and um my life has been turned upside down and inside out by hanging out with the Belgrave wizard Yes. He's, he's a lot of fun to be around. And, you know, I think people love him so much because it's the way he makes them feel. Yeah. It's, by greeting them. It's the a wonderful friendship. It's an absolutely wonderful friendship. Um, look, unfortunately, we're out of time now, but I'll ask you, Pauline, how can people follow Baba Desi or make contact? Okay. So... I started a Facebook page for him a little over two years ago. It's got about four and a half thousand followers now. So it's called The Bubba, B-A-B-A, Desi, D-E-S-I, Story. So that's on Facebook. And then it's also under The Bubba Desi Story on Instagram as well. On Instagram, and, okay. Yeah. And if they're up in Belgrave, he's up. he's in Belgrave at the cafe's every single morning, and Des, you would love people to come up. And so you got my way. menu up on the wall. Yes, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah the De Baba Desi breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's about, like everyone up here looks out for him. I get calls from the traders saying we haven't seen Des for a couple of days. Is he okay? And Yeah. Yeah, so he's so loved by the community up here. Yeah. Like It's incredible, really. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I just have to say 
um, first of all, thank you, Pauline, for assisting today and for setting up the technology. And I'm also uh, going to thank my boss, Kaylin and Evan, for technical support, but especially you, Baba Desi. Um, it's been fascinating to meet you and to chat to you, and I'm certain that we can all take something away um, from your wealth of life experience and how you've reinvented yourself and gone with the flow and still bring so much joy to people. And to paraphrase what you said, be yourself, live authentically and stand up for what's important. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Baba Desi, and wishing you well and I'll bump into you, I'm sure, in Belgrave. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.